Hello and welcome to Let's Talk Knicks podcast. I'm Jason Talbot. And with me, of course, you see, I already screwed up. Dude, we've been gone for so long. I already screwed up the introduction. Hello and welcome to Let's Talk Knicks podcast. The podcast, you got to tell them what we do. The podcast where we talk New York Knicks basketball and other news around the NBA. I'm Jason Talbot. With me, of course, none other than Marcus Chinqui. Marcus, how the hell are you doing? Today? I'm doing, I'm doing, you know what? I got a lot of issues going on. <laughs> and I feel like I need to talk about it for a little bit. <laughs> Before, so we talk about the New York Knicks, we talk about the NBA, we talk other sports. We also talk about what's just bugging us. Yeah, <laughs> what's, what's going, going on, on in our lives, we want you to know about it. So I got no stove. I've been telling you this for <laughs> the last like two weeks. It, it feels it feels like it's been a long time. <laughs> to be without a stove, it's ridiculous, right? So, I had a leak in my stove. Well, under the sink on the pipeline, and so they come and they turn the they turn the gas off, and the plumber's like, "Okay, I see you got a st- you got a leak under here." Because the gas guy came, checked it out. I was smelling it for weeks, telling them That's that I had good. a leak, and they That's came and tried, and they said, "No, there's no leak." I'm like, who are you hiring that you can't smell a leak? <laughs> so gas company comes, they shut it off. And so the guy, t- the plumber comes and he fixes the leak under the sink. But then he tells me there's a leak somewhere else on the line. And there's no way to know where it is because it's somewhere running through the building. So it's only my gas line has a little wow. crack. So. So shut the gas off. So they is shut, the next yeah. step. Okay. The gas has yeah. been off. So he's That's like, well, <laughs> the only way to fix it is if we rip up the, the floor in your apartment and the two below you. Jesus. And How the, long have you been living there? Uh, since January. Okay, a few months in. Nice. Usually, it, usually it takes like a good six months before you start having apartment issues. I'm surprised. Yeah, and this was a – they renovated so, this place so early. pretty recently. New stove on there, brand new gas stove, and yeah. So there's a there's a restaurant downstairs, so they'd have to go through them too. So they'd have to be ripping up everybody's stuff to get to this gas leak to see where it is. And he's like, "Well, I can give you an electric stove." And ooh, I hate electric stoves. As someone can, who can we do polls? Hate them. I wish we could do a podcast poll: gas versus electric. Because I think you're gonna have like ninety ten in favor of gas. I mean, I tweet at us. Let us know. Yeah, nobody, no, nobody's asking for an electric stove. That's not exactly. That's like a draw to these so, city apartments is to have the gas range. We want it. So you're still without a stove. So what have you been doing? You just you, I just got to eat out every like every day. Yeah. I got eat out. I got a crock pot too, but I you know. <laughs> Wait, so what so you what you eat today? I can eat, you know. What you have for what you have for dinner tonight? Domino's I again. <laughs> I got Thai food you, tonight. Oh, Thai food. Oh, yeah. Nice. Oh, New York City got. I got never found really some good Thai places in in New York. I'm sure they got them. Oh yeah, good good Um, Thai food. I've never tried this place uh, before, but I'm going. I'm giving it a whirl. We'll see. Man, you gotta get that fixed, man. So I got no stove, and he's like, "Well, if I give you an electric stove, the landlord is actually thinking about switching the entire building to electric electric. stoves." Wow. So it's gonna affect everybody, and I'm. And he said, "Yeah, your line is the only one that's cracked. They checked all the other ones, and nobody else has a leak." So. I could single-handedly be bringing down the whole building. So we'll wow. see what's going to happen. He was supposed to get back to me three days ago and with a decision, and they haven't told me anything. So, Well, I'll tell you this. If your apartment building were the NBA, your apartment would be the New York Knicks. Absolutely. Love that segue. <laughs> you like that? Because I, I got to say, though, it's finally over. Round of applause. The season is over. The Knicks, worst team in basketball. My episode one prediction (laughs) is that KP, not that he would get traded, that he would not play a game, and the Knicks would finish in dead last. And uh, I'm going to pat myself on the back for that one. Kudos, kudos. (laughs) Dead last. I didn't think Um, they would do it, but. So, yeah. I mean, do I I know the Knicks or what? Um (laughs) So that was my prediction at the beginning of the season. The Knicks have finished in last place. We are all now focused on lottery time, baby. Our, I'm, our I'm, season I'm starts pumped. in May. I am, you know, 
before we get into that, let, let's talk a little like, you know, the season's over now and just it's been a pretty pretty wild year. We've had some wild years. There I mean, the Phil years and everything yeah. before that, coaching Isaiah Thomas coming the coaching chain. There's every year seems like it gets crazier and crazier. This year especially crazy. What was your biggest just takeaway of the year? Like how did now that it's over, how do you, how do you feel? Uh I mean, it was it's been over for so long that I just, you know, I I was like kind of half paying attention to games. Yeah. I got to watch them, but I'm like, who are these guys? Like, Cornette's getting minutes. You got uh, Hazonia getting his highlight reel ready. It's, it's. I, I love that. Know I saw, I, I saw people on social from. media. Hazonia drops thirty points. It's like, yo, they gotta keep this guy. Pay. I'm like, okay. Like, yeah, your brain out, talking dude. about how <laughs> maybe Hazonia's best position is actually the point guard because that's where they put him for oh, three games God. where he had a good stretch. Maybe. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Who needs Kyrie? We got his own here. We got his own here. Who needs Ja? We got his own here. So, yeah. I mean, how are you are you optimistic about the future? Are you have you settled down where you're like, okay? There are pieces. We have a couple of good pieces. And, you know, a few of these guys, I think, are just going to they're going to fall off. But I think. The one guy who showed everybody the most, probably Mitchell Robinson. Mitchell Robinson. That nobody yeah, sure. knew anything about him coming in. And I think he's the rookie that outshined Knox sure. and Trier to kind of leveled off in the middle of the season. Mm-hmm. But I think he's going to be a key piece moving forward because you just need those athletic big guys. You know, he's not getting, if you surround him with shooters and scorers, then he just does what he needs to do. So I, I like I like that piece moving forward. I like I like Trier to stick around. I like Dotson. You know we've we've yeah, had him a for good, a couple he's of a years. Solid he's a, player. He's that corner shooter that you're gonna need if you if you get if we get you know marquee guys on the team. He's like he's a good guy to kick it out to. He'll hit a jumper every now and then. You know, just a smooth stroke. Yeah, I I kind of agree with you. I I, I like. It's going to be an interesting offseason because I don't know who they're going to keep, who they're going to get rid of, who they're going to sign. I mean, there's so many questions. Who are we going to draft? It's going to affect all these things. But what I hope the Knicks do, so you got a lot of young guys that have some promise, guys like Mitch, Kevin Knox, Dotson, Trier. Uh, I'm not giving up on my boy Frank, Frank. yet. I'm, I'm going to bring it up. I just, I, he's, got an, he's got the good NBA body. He can play defense. We're not paying him a fortune. I just – Nick fans, like – if you thought he was going to come in in the first two years and be, you know, the next Kawhi Leonard or something like, it's just, that's not how it's going to be. Like he's developed with the worst team in basketball. So he's not getting any better. He's coming off injuries, but like, he's got a good NBA body. Um, I just want to just remember, like, look, I'm going to go all the way back to, to Trevor Ariza, a rookie. We were Nick fans back then. Every Nick fan liked Trevor Ariza. Like, Oh, this young guy kind of big plays really good defense. And like, Look at that guy, the piece he was in all these different championship teams. He wasn't ever the star player on any of those teams by any means, but he's just a good, solid guy when you need someone to guard a certain guy on the other team. You know? Yeah, he gets buckets. Maybe, I mean, he can defend. Yeah. I mean, Ariza then turned his game where he would hit some big buckets, acting like Rick Fox out there. You know, he needed a big <laughs> three, whatever. Like, it's just – I still believe that Frank could be a good piece to the, to the team, even if that means coming off the bench – one day, I think it could be a good piece. We'll see. I'm not still I'm not as down on him. We yeah, also just haven't I, seen him. Like I want to see him play. He's injured all same. the time. Yeah. So and you know, here's the thing. So you got all these little pieces. I just don't have any confidence in the Knicks organization moving forward. And that's always been my big thing. And this year, especially after everything went down, where I was so excited about this year. We talked about when KP comes back and all the young players. So I'm, I'm still, I'm still really down on this year. I think this year overall is uh, a huge failure. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> to lose your best player who never even played a game, and you got peanuts for him. And you got what did you get I for him? DeAndre, about Dennis, jo- like, are we gonna are we gonna give DeAndre Jordan like twenty million dollars in the offseason now? Or nope. like, oh, we got Dennis Smith Jr. Like, I, I'm still not sold, man. I mean, I, I root for the guy. I hope he does well. 
we got rid of Tim Hardaway's contract. Like that's that's probably the best thing we did, and that's that's really sad as a Knicks fan. You know, like <laughs> the best thing you did in a trade was get rid of a guy's contract that you pay too much for, and that was legs are messed up. You got. Well, they knew he was. Some other, knew he had something going. Some on. allegations are going on now. I just, I, I, I don't want to. I really don't want to discuss that today. On the cast. Girls searching just, for Jordans. It's, you, know. you know, we were really liking Fizdale in the beginning of how he's, you know, coaching these young players. But it just got so bad for the Knicks that, like, the second half of the season, we weren't even talking about Fizdale and how he's coaching these guys because we're just getting our butt kicked. And even with lineups, like. I don't know. I mean, I think Fizdale was really all at least at the start of the season. They were they were in games. They were competitive. Yeah, which is what you want to see. It's like they're trying hard. Fizdale was fist pumping and giving the high knee kicks and all that. But then, you know, they were in some games, but they were getting kicked around for a while. And I think they they're not. They you you can't admit that you're tanking. So I think that's you got to just kind of give them and. Yeah, and even if they're trying to win games as best they can, like I don't, I don't think they're going to be that. Would have been that successful. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I mean, this is a team uh, full of just, rookies and D League players. Yeah, the last like it, twenty games. You have a whole team of bench guys uh, at the end of the day, and as you said, like G League players, it's it's, it's just bad. Uh, but taking all of that aside, this is where the Knicks are. Yeah, and then moving the, forward, it's like it's so, all, it all is going to depend. On free agency and the draft for who they keep and right. who they let go. So right. let's let's talk draft first. Let's talk. Because that's the first thing that's coming. I don't know about you. The way the – I'm just looking at the numbers. And Nick fans, I don't know what pick we're getting. One through five. It could be any of them. At least it we really, know like, it's capped at five. But – Yeah. But, but I, here's what I'm going to say. I have no faith in the luck – of the basketball guys. The Knicks are in a terrible Eastern Conference. They finished last. They have no real core guy. So we're not, we haven't talked about free agents yet. We don't, Knicks don't know who they're going to get. I truly believe the Knicks need to get the number one pick. Watched a lot of the tournament. Got a chance to watch some of these guys. I, I think you would agree. Your top three are Zion, Ja, and R.J. Barrett. I think those three guys are clearly ahead of everyone else. And I think in this draft, there could always be that, like, could be a fourth, fifth, tenth, fifteenth pick, twenty-fifth pick, who ends up being a shining star that, like, oh, man, like, I wish we would have taken them at that position. But you never know who that guy's going to be until after the season starts. But when you just look at the guys coming into the draft, and I still need to do some more research. Uh, yeah, a, here lot of, there, a lot of like, – a couple of the mock guys drafts have, that, like, Jared Culver – out of Texas Tech going in the top five. They have Cam right. Reddish and going he in the top good, five. Kobe but, White. It's a lot of taller guards, too. Like yeah. guys that and can these play guys the two can, that are like over 6'6". Six, six. Yeah, and these guys can end up being amazing players. But when you watch the tournament and watch some of these games, there's one guy who stood out more than anybody, and it's obvious, but it's Zion. That guy is just a monster. And, I, and I've got some friends who are saying, like, yo, he can't shoot. He's not clutch, this and that. I'm like, I don't know what game you were watching, I was watching man. Cl- This guy like- carried Duke <laughs> on his back. And that the rest of that team was really not that good. And even R.J. Barrett kind of, like, scared me a little bit. Where I'm like, can't is this guy throws. even that good? Like, he should be taking over the game same way Zion is. But he's another guy who has the NBA body and like a, a lot of the, the scouts really like Barrett. So I'm, I'm still kind of sold on Barrett. I'd be Nick's got a third pick knowing that we would probably get him. I think I'd be okay with that. But when I look at the Knicks right now, you need a guy you need a who's going to be an player. all-star man. Exactly. What? Say it again. Transcendent player. That's what we need. And Zion is that. I think everybody knows there's no denying that, that's what he is. He comes into the league. He's gonna change a team. This it's like, what do you do? What do you do with it? And it's like, where's he gonna fit in the NBA? That's a lot of questions people have because he's not that tall. He's only like six no. seven. Um, he's a monster. But though, he's man. like he's built like a truck. So they're like, oh, so he should be playing the five, like a Draymond type of thing. Yeah, I'm like, no, yeah. no, put him up there. You put him up against like Demarcus Cousins. Against Rudy Gobert, like those guys, Anthony Davis, like they, 
Right. He's not he's not that lanky <laughs> exactly. But but he's a guy you want in your starting five. He can get to the basket. He's so quick for a big man. I think what's really gonna be hard for other players is to guard this guy. What who do you match up against with him? You everyone thinks like like you're saying, he's not your Anthony Davis, he's not your Gobert, so him playing at the five, like there could be that issue when he is on uh, defense, especially of like some matchup issues, but when he's on the offensive end, you're going to cause the the matchup issues on the other end. And but also the Knicks that... are so bad; <laughs> they need to get the best player in this draft, and that is Zion Williamson. I think John Morant also is another guy. Like, I mean, he's putting up triple doubles. Like, you could tell he has it. He's got that vision. He's got that killer instinct. Like, that guy can be a really good player too. I think we you, that guy needs to be groomed a lot more, where Zion just has more natural talent. Uh, but the Knicks got to hit this, man. If if the Knicks fall to four or five, that's trouble, man. It's going to be, oh, God. But because I know I, what's going to happen. We all know what's yeah, going to happen. Yeah, I know. I, and <laughs> this is the thing. I don't want the Knicks to have to think when making this pick. When the Knicks got Kristaps Porzingis, they didn't have to think. They were at four. And the three guys they wanted before Chris Stapps already went. And so it was like, who else do you get? Do you, do you reach for one of the other guys? Or do you, do you take this seven foot three guy? And they're like, you know what? We're going to take Chris Stapps. If we had the third pick, we probably would have been stuck with Julia Loka for. <laughs> I was thinking about that the other day. I was like, who else would we have gotten? We would have gotten, we would have gotten Julia Loka yeah, for it. Of course. Where is he now? He's getting buckets uh, into Orleans. He's actually, actually he was doing pretty well, he's but he's, I, I don't think he's the, the, the player that uh, KP is. So. I just, I really, I'm just praying that the Knicks get the number one pick. And you know what? They're the worst team in the league. They deserve it. And, and that's in years past, the way the rules were set up, you know, it would have been more likely at least we like get a one or two pick. every time, you know, like the yeah. one year that <laughs> just, we're the worst. Even in that yeah. year when with KP, we should have been number two. We had the second worst yeah. record. And we fell to four. So now <laughs> we have the that worst. That was kind of a blessing in disguise. Yeah, true. Uh, but but now when you look at the way things have panned out, it wasn't a blessing in disguise because we've lost that pick <laughs> and we got nothing to show for it. Uh, so the other half of this equation, because we're talking about, we want. So you would agree, first off, Zion or Ja are like, those are the two those guys. Are the two heavy Zion. I'm still like 80-20. I want Zion. I, I, I just I think the Knicks need yeah, him. I mean, they if we get him. the number one pick, there's no hesitation. That's who you take. Number Zion's going number one. One, two, three. I'd be think comfortable because we know who those three are going to be, and they've set themselves yeah. apart, like you said. So, which order they going? I don't know, but but Zion, even with three, I'm still even not getting Zion number two. If you're going to take Ja, I'm still not. I'm not comfortable. Like I like Ja, I'm excited for him, but. What worries me is that I feel like he needs to grow. He he, Zion is like kind of already there. He's gonna have an impact right away. He can start right away. I'm not saying he's gonna dominate and be amazing right away as a rookie, but like Zion is going to be the rookie of the year next year. I'll I'm, I'll, I'll say it right now. It's not that's not a bold statement. I just, I would be shocked uh, if he was not. I, I I really think it's safe to say that Zion Williamson should be the rookie of the year. I mean, if he's on the Knicks and we get him number one, maybe that would be the thing that makes him not the rookie of the year because he's on the Knicks. I mean, maybe I can see R.J. Barrett being that's kind of like, uh, like, uh, what's it? Why am I blanking on his name? On, uh, on the Celtics. Jason Tatum. Yes. Because he's more of a, yeah, he's, he's more yeah. of a skilled player than, than Zion is. And when when uh, he had to, he could pl- he played yeah. the one for a, for stretches during the yeah. season. So he has that he has those moves. One thing I like about both of them, I don't know why I like this, but the fact that they're both lefties is yeah. sure an advantage to a degree in the NBA. It's smooth, man. Lefty lefty basketball players just they're, they're it's just kind of like so strange. So and the fa- um, and it's weird that the yeah. two of them are, but he's just got he's got stuff to work on. He's got to work on that jumper. Gotta work on those free throws, but you can see he has it. He he has the skills if he wants to to get to the basket, to take to take a sure. shot. But he just you know it's those droopy eyes. You know you gotta see a little yeah. more fire in him. But he's yeah. got the skill I think to be an overall all around great player, and he could yeah. be the rookie of the year because he can do a little more. I heard but, uh, uh, Jay Billis, I believe it was, was comparing him to James Harden. 
that type of player, which I thought was kind of interesting. interesting. I, I, sometimes I think, like, dude, just because they're both lefties, yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah, he's kind of like Chris Mullen a little bit. It's like KP. Michael Red. They're, tall, they're yeah. tall and white. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's, it's so ridiculous. Um, okay, so I I agree with you though. I think you do make a good point. Like at least one through three, I'm gonna go to sleep that night and feel I'm not okay. I'm gonna get I'm I'm getting one of those three guys, and that's exciting because um, those guys, all three of those guys, have potential uh, to be all stars. And we need the one. Knicks just to have a top three pick. <laughs> we need I mean, a player. <laughs> the Knicks need a – that's the thing. The Knicks, they need somebody. Uh, so we're in agreement with that. Sorry, my, my alarm's going off that I need to take my cholesterol medicine. This is this is 30s life, man. Do we need to, mm-hmm. need to pause? <laughs> no. We don't, want you, we don't want you – I'll take it after. Us, yeah. uh, so, so, okay, so that's the, the first component. And then don't want to spend too much time on this, but – Everybody just talking about the Knicks and talking about moving forward, the free agent thing and what we what the Knicks do in the offseason is the, is the next discussion. So, I mean, I'm just curious. Durant, all the news is that Durant is coming. It's like Which means people saying it's coming. a done deal. Uh, you know, I don't. I personally don't think that these guys make these decisions yet. So when all these rumors always oh, going here, he's going there. I feel like the the player doesn't even know yet, especially when leaving a team. So although look at ass- look at LeBron last year, everyone knew he was going to LA. They were saying it all season. But so but LeBron cases, even said, but LeBron even said he didn't know yet. He talked to his family. It was kind of the thing he wanted to do. But what happens if family's like, Dad, you shouldn't go to LA? Like they suck. His family like, still lives in Cleveland, go. or yeah. they live in Akron. <laughs> They're still there. He's like, I'll see you um, later. So. I mean, let's even just assume Durant is coming. He's coming to New York. These reports are kind of weird because it's different than most times. Like, people seem so confident and, like, you almost think, like, somebody knows something. Or And the thing is, like, the say, player polls came out the other day, too. And it was, like, a majority percentage said of the players around the league said they yeah. expect him to be good at the Knicks. I'm like, where, like, where is this coming from? I don't know. I don't, it's crazy. So, so let's assume that he comes to the Knicks. It's like who's the other free agent that you would want? I mean, do you want Kyrie Irving? I mean, I wouldn't not want him. I'd be yeah, more than yeah, happy. Right. Like if he wants it, to come, I'll I guess say, that's like, the thing. Sure. If, yeah, if it's Kyrie or nobody, yeah, I'll, I'll take Kyrie. Yeah, you know, I'd have, <laughs> sure, I wouldn't. Yeah. I wouldn't I mean, be angry. <laughs> but I personally would much rather. I'd rather take Kemba. I like Clay Thompson, obviously Kawhi Leonard. I, I mean, I, I those three guys I rather have than Kyrie because Kyrie's a great player, does amazing things, the best ball handler in basketball. But I don't know, man. You've been you've been down on Kyrie when when he's not with LeBron. I just I just look at the numbers and the wins, and I want to see what they do in the playoffs. And like, yeah, but if he played with Durant, um, I just see like. To me, a guy like Kemba seems like a New York guy, you know, and Crazy Clay. Like, that's why I think even bringing back a guy like Moody or someone to run the point, like Kyrie is kind of a, you know, pass second. I, I don't – it really doesn't play much defense. I don't know. I, The way you said it, I, I kind of agree with that, though. Like, would I not take Kyrie? Like, no, of course yeah, not. You're like, not going to be furious if, they, if he wants great. to sign with the Knicks. Um, but, I mean, I get it, like – there's really only two point guard options, and that's Kemba and Kyrie. Right. And or a, or a point guard that we currently have, or, like, or, like yeah, having or Moody, Dennis Smith, Moody. I, I like Moody. Hey, I like Moody a lot more if I got Durant and Clay Thompson on my starting lineup. All right, we know. I know. I know. Clay Thompson's not leaving. That's the one who I know. I'm, I'm more than confident saying he's not leaving yeah. Golden State. They're keeping those Splash Brothers there. That's yeah. That's gonna be said. Kawhi, love to have him. But he's loving Toronto. They're nice folks up something. there, man. I got a I got a bold prediction on that. Tell me. We're gonna we're gonna get into uh, some playoff talk in a in a few minutes. I think Toronto is gonna get bounced early, probably second round to Philly. Uh, could they even be an upset in the first round? Probably not. But I th- I think Kawhi's out of Toronto. Really. 
I don't think Toronto's getting out of the East for sure. I really don't think they're going to make it to the Eastern Conference Finals. And if I'm Kawhi being in Toronto, if I can't get past Philly, they're just getting better. Milwaukee's just going to keep getting better. And it's just a matter of do I want to stay my career in Toronto when I can go anywhere else? I'm going to go listen to pitches, and I think there's going to be a team out there that catches his ear, and it's a better situation. And I just, uh, you know, if the Knicks – this is another thing why I want the Knicks to get Zion so bad. Because if Kawhi starts thinking about that, hey, Durant goes and Zion's there and Kawhi's still like a pretty young guy, like, hmm, you know, now New York actually sounds like this can be like my team for the future. I mean, Durant's going to be 32, 31. Uh, he'll be 31 uh, next year. I forget what the date but, but still, I'm just – I think the Toronto thing, a lot of people think he's going to stay. Bold prediction, I think he's out. Hmm. I really do. For like so that, that's going to be interesting. And then you start asking in, the question, where does he go? Staying in Toronto, but, I mean, I mean anybody can do anything. You never know. Yeah. <laughs> but I, know. I like – I think he's got a good situation there. Like, they're – Yeah. And I wouldn't be surprised to see someone go join him. I don't know what their cap situation yeah. is, but somebody um, could end so, up there. So I want to ask you, though. So, like, if the Knicks get Durant – Let's even just say the Knicks get Durant and Kyrie. All the rumors, yo, he put up two, yo, two, the two of us. Yeah, that never happened. There's like two quarter pounders at the end of the pounders. game. I love that. Double cheese, two cheeseburgers, number two. Um, no mustard. So if the Knicks do that, where, where are the Knicks going into next year? What do you think the Knicks finish? Because I, I still worry about the Knicks. Because I think Philly, Milwaukee, and if Kyrie – uh, Kawhi stays in Toronto. Uh, Boston makes some moves. Like I don't, I'm not like all oh, the Knicks are locked to win the East. Like where's the where's the depth? But then yeah, that's the thing. They these G League players if they coming get off the bench. two of them. There's gotta be there's gotta be a little wiggle room to sign a couple more vets, which is what Fisdale yeah. says he wants. He wants those veteran defensive minded players. So sure. who's I mean who's there to get? Sure, somebody's gonna come out of the woodwork to say like, "Oh, sure, I'll go, I'll go play with those guys." Yeah. So they, I mean, they got to be smart about who they, who they get, and then the order of which they get them because they're gonna immediately go after Kyrie, Durant, Kawhi, all those guys first, and then see who else is out there that's just gonna kind of flock to them and say, "Sure, I'll join these guys." And yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, and then you got the mixture of that with the young with the young guys. It's it's tough. I still say they're a playoff team, no doubt. They should be, but yeah, and but yeah, and and that's the thing. You got to be expecting like, oh, is Durant going to play eighty two games? You know this that. I mean, well, you know we're we're the season's over, so we're getting close. We're gonna we're gonna find out real soon what the Knicks are gonna do, what pick they have, because I think what pick they get. There's so many little things that are gonna everything's got to fall perfectly. The dominoes, man. And that's what I'm saying with Toronto. Like, things are going to get interesting when Toronto gets bounced. And then everyone starts saying, like, man, you couldn't get out of the, the second round of the playoffs, Kawhi. Like, why? You sure you want to stay in Toronto in that organization that's moving coaches? Um, oh, because he likes the poutine in he Toronto. Likes, like, I don't, those, you know, I don't know. Street hot dogs. They say, I hear, the, I hear they're <laughs> great, man. Um, go Raptors, you know? Uh, I don't know. But it's, so that's it's, the thing. The second round of the playoffs are going to be, I think – of the East are going to be more intriguing than what's going on in the West. So, because there's four teams that are just locked and loaded. So speaking of the playoffs, we're in the NBA playoffs. Start Saturday. And the brackets have been released. We got the matchups. Taking a look at, at, at both ends here. Um, I'm start. I, let's, I, I'd like to make some picks. I, I'd like to, um, if you don't mind, I'd like to start. Please, go ahead. I think in the East, you got Milwaukee versus Detroit, Boston versus Indiana, Sixers versus Nets, and Raptors versus Magic. I think, no question, it's uh, top four teams are, are all going to win. And I, uh, a couple episodes, I, I'm giving a lot of pat you know, I'm patting myself on the back a lot this episode, but I did say the one, two, three, four, it was going to end up being Milwaukee, Toronto, uh, Philly, and Boston. And I think no question. Yeah, I think we do that. 
easy. Yeah. The Boston worries me like a little bit. I think if you, if there could be an upset, I, I wouldn't really sleep on Indiana. Like Boston just, I don't know, man. I, I'm worried they're, about that. Yeah, they're, uh, they're a mess. But all I can say is I want Boston to win that because that second round of that East playoffs, that's going to be exciting. Like I'm, I'm pretty – this first round, you know, maybe I'll catch a Pistons-Bucks game uh, in town if I can, but I'm pretty excited for that second round. So I think that's a clean, a clean sweep right there. Um, don't need to go into like what games I think they'll go to. But then on the west side, it gets a little more interesting. You got Clippers, Warriors, Rockets, Jazz – Portland OKC and Denver and the Spurs and this is where it gets interesting I think Golden State for sure gonna win the Rockets Jazz a lot of people think that's gonna be the series that's gonna go to seven and it's gonna be close beginning of the year I will admit I was down on the Rockets I thought they missed their chance I'm loving the Rockets man I I I don't think I think Rockets are gonna take care of business pretty quick and like I do like the Jazz but I think the Rockets gonna they're gonna get the job done quicker than people think. I don't I don't know about seven games. Uh, OKC Portland CJ McCollum uh, dealing with uh, some injuries. I think OKC will will get it done there. O- OKC always seems to like that's like a series that could go go seven games. OKC always has to make things they make interesting. interesting. <laughs> they're just such a you never know who's gonna show up. But but I gotta like them. And then Denver Spurs, dude, I'm taking pop. I, you know, I'm I'm gonna disrespect the Nuggets a little <laughs> bit here. This is the playoffs, and unfortunately, you got to play the Spurs. And DeRozan coming to a new team, they were shuffling things up. Got to learn a new a new system, new players. And I just think, you know, it might be too easy to to pick that as your upset, but I'm gonna do it, man. I I, I see OKC and Spurs playing in the playing in the second round. I really do. And I feel, I feel pretty good about it. I can see Denver winning big like the first game, and then, you know, we'll see. I just pop, pop gonna hit him right in the mouth, man. Out coaching, you know, young guys first. Uh, be careful, Denver. Be careful. I. Uh, and that's that. There you have it. That's that's my yeah. My I mean, pick. I'm with you for the most part in the East. I personally think. You smell upset. I think Indiana takes out Boston. Really? I, yeah, I do. I, hey, interesting. And I don't know. Like people thought Indiana was gonna fall like way off without Oladipo. They took they took uh, Cleveland to seven games last year, and everyone's like, okay, mm-hmm. next year they're gonna make a jump. And for the most part, they did until Oladipo gets hurt. But Boston is just <laughs> yeah. I don't know, and man. And to finish, yo, hands hit. Clap it up for the Pacers, man, to even hold down that five spot. I mean, they had such a tough schedule. Yeah, I think they, I think they have the toughest schedule. Them, and lose your best player. They still yeah. like they're a defensive-minded team. They have got they have to spread the ball around. They have guys who can who can yeah. uh, score points, get buckets, and I don't I'd know. I'd love to man. see it, man. I'd love to see it. I'll tell you that. Celtics How... just. I mean, they got no Marcus Smart. He's yeah. out at least. They they're that's like at big. least two rounds, and that's a big loss. You know, so that means you know Kyrie's going to be shooting more. I don't know what uh, what what uh, Gordon Hayward has has going on, but he's been hit or miss the entire season. I think I think Indiana has the upset there, the four or five. Four or five is always a tough one, but I think they take game one, and then that just throws the series off. I didn't I didn't have the cojones to to do it, but. You did. It's and I, yeah, uh, it, and it, it, like it, it hurts me sometimes to root for the Pacers. Yeah, I hate them. But yeah. and then we got. I'm sure Reggie's going to be calling some of these games. Going to make me sick. But I, you know, we're 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 growing. We're evolving. As long as we don't have to watch. <laughs> as long as, when it's Knicks Pacers, it's a different story. But we don't have to worry about that for any time. Yeah, you, you kind of want both teams to lose. Yeah. Uh, in that scenario, and but you know what? We're we're not rivals with the Pacers or the Celtics anymore. If I'm going to pick you know, another upset, you know who I might. You know how it might take. I'm not saying it's gonna happen, but I could. I wouldn't be shocked if it did. Nets over the Sixers. That's crazy. You're out of your mind. No, I, it's never gonna happen. I, I I don't know, man. These Nets. I I I think the Nets. Unfortunately, they have to play the Sixers. I think that's just what's unfortunate. I think the Sixers are very, very good, 
and then a playoff matchup. It's all about matchups in the playoffs too. You got to you got to look at that. And I, I just the Sixers are very very good. Yeah, they're good. They and, were my pick. D'Angelo's the, having a great season. At the start Hats of the off season. to you, but you're not you're you're not going to steal. You know, two games in Philly, you're going to lose one at home. I, I I think that should be a pretty uh pretty quick series. If the, I don't I don't know if I mean if if it gets to like a six like six games. I think Orlando has a better chance in in upsetting Toronto. You really are dead. Yeah, no I'm, da- I'm just Toronto, I'm not. I, I've never just... been in. I've never been into Toronto ever. They do. They're a great regular season team, and Kawhi is definitely that difference maker. But when you just look at it top to bottom, I just I. But I still think they're uh-huh. a different team now than they were, and I think it was actually the DeRozan Lowry backcourt. That did him in because what like one of them couldn't hit a shot the throughout the playoffs and now Lowry's look better because he doesn't have to like he's not throwing the ball up. Kawhi kind of carries most of the load and I don't know. I mean, I always I always hope we'll for see. the best with Toronto, yeah. but who knows? So I'm going. I mean, I think Milwaukee's the easy is the easy pick. Giannis is just—he's ready. He's ready to go. Yeah, and the Pistons are love that just, guy. They're not playing very yeah, well. Blake's right not going to do um, anything. He's going to go play with so, experience. Yeah, I think. Yeah. So on the yeah. West, you're—I mean, Golden State. I think. Yeah, I think. Clippers get like a game maybe off of them. They got a round of focus, but you know, Steph's—he's got his contacts in. He's seen—he's seen HD now. He'll be knocking down shots. They'll be fine. That's going to be an easy run i'll give him for four five games maybe maybe six because doc i got respect for doc so uh yeah i think i'll take houston yeah houston that's an easy pick and then okc over over the blazers it's like it sucks for the blazers man like they they're in the same spot every year it's like it just sucks for them that they always they're in like the top five and then they get bounced in the first round, and yeah. it's just you know. And in the West, unfortunate. unfortunately, in the West, there's no good matchups. And then when you got your second best player hurting, like you just, you know, and they're they're another team. It's like good regular season team. They win games, and when you get in the matchups and in the playoffs, man, you you got to face each other every night, yeah. and it's mm-hmm. it's it's a grind. And you just you just don't have the talent there. It's a di- it's a different atmosphere. Dame's probably um, gonna drop forty every game. Because yep. he has to. I mean, you got Ennis Cantor out there. He's ready that's to go. Why, that, <laughs> that's why I could see that that series going like seven games still. Like, they'll make it a series. That'll probably be. OKC it's going to be the toughest series. vulnerable all the time to, to just these crazy games. Like, every, no matter who OKC plays, like, it could be a crazy game down to the wire every time. Or they get blown out. Uh, it's just, what a they're odd team. I want to I see them do well. You know? And I'd so, love to see OKC, Golden State, Western Conference Finals, but uh, we'll, we'll talk about it if we get there. Yeah. I, so, are you are you on the Denver uh, the Denver bandwagon? You know, for, what are you are you with me on that I one? I think or? I'm with you. That yeah. I got no I got no confidence I'm, in Denver. I don't I don't know what same. it is. Like, and a lot of people are picking are picking Denver. The people love uh, Denver. Too. I'm like, um, I, I guess you know it's a nice place to live, but uh, I don't, I don't I don't trust them. Like you said, like they're they're a young team. You go with experience and pop. Like once they're in, once they're in the playoffs, he knows what he's doing, and it's not like he's got a bunch of scrubs on the team. You know, like he's got guys that know how to play, and he'll figure it out. He'll have them figure it out in in two games. Maybe this yeah. maybe the series only goes five games, five six games if they're lucky. Wow, I love it. I love that. Um, and then we'll see. Yeah, we'll you know we'll we'll revisit, see how it plays out. Come back to the second round. You know, we, we've made our picks on uh, the past, but now that you see the matchups, it, it, it kind of gets interesting. This is it. This is yeah, that's the Saturday, deal here. 2.30. And, uh, that's that's uh, game maybe, one. Uh, maybe next year the, the blue and orange will, will, will be there. Um, it just would be nice to uh, – I miss I, – I, you know, I love the NBA so much, and March Madness was so fun because I just love the game of basketball, and uh, it really sucks when your, your favorite team just uh, – blows they're the worst like you always joke you know oh that guy he's the worst like the knicks are the the, the, the worst they're officially literally the worst, the worst. 
Um, and they and they pick the one year that they, they don't have the highest chance to get the number one pick, which makes them even worse than the worst. Like they just <laughs> the worst always, dude. It's gonna end. What's like Dallas is gonna somehow jump up to the number one spot, and I'm gonna jump. Yeah, out we get Dallas's up. first round pick next year, and I'm kind of hoping like Dallas is just a disaster next year, uh, which could happen. You know, injuries and I don't know, KP's got no, some no Dirk. Here. Don't want to talk about it. Don't want to talk about it. But I'm just <laughs> saying, KP got some things. Uh, got to take care of some things. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, man. Since we've been gone, that was a Kelly Clarkson song. Uh, She's my American. A lot, a lot's, a lot's gone on. Um, let's give uh, you want to give a little shout out. You'd mentioned this, I, I, and I'm a little embarrassed that I didn't even bring it up to talk about it. But a little farewell to two two great players two greats, that yeah. that we. Uh, I mean that we've been watching our, our whole lives since they were they were rookies, and I've uh, we're talking of course about Dirk Nowitzki and Dwayne Wade. Me personally, I love both those guys. Those are like two growing up. Both those guys are two of my favorite players. Wade especially. Like I, I think I still don't even think Wade gets enough credit for how good he was. And this whole Wade versus Pierce thing, like. I don't think there's no class in saying like Paul Pierce sucks and all this stuff, whatever. Well, like, you Paul know Miami Pierce, fans, they're classless. The truth, he's he, he had some big moments and he was a good player. Like I'm gonna respect the guy, but Paul Pierce is not Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade is a better player than Paul Pierce, and anyone who knows anything yes. about basketball knows that Dwayne Wade is be, he just is better. <laughs> he has better. Uh, better numbers and he's done better things. He's just a better freaking player. Man. And, and here Paul Pierce was like, oh, well, if I had Shaq, I could do Dwayne Wade owned that finals. Yeah, dude, and he didn't even dude, need you had Shaq. Kevin Garnett and Ray Allen and Ray Allen. Like, shut he's up. He's like, oh, well, he, he's like, well, I had, uh, well, what was his name now? The Shimmy. And he wanted, <laughs> yeah. If I had Shaq, I would have won it. Yeah, and, he, and Wade won a championship. Okay. And then, yeah, he won it. Okay, with LeBron, they won two. Um, and I will say, even when it was Wade and LeBron, like they had no one else on the team. And they it was garbage. his team. Um, and you played in the East also, so did LeBron. Like Paul Pierce, like, shut up, man. <laughs> Sorry, I don't. I, I don't want to talk bad about Paul Pierce because like he's. This is, we're not talking about Paul Pierce. This is about Wade and uh, Nowitzki. Uh, Dirk. Dirk's the man, dude. I mean, I was so happy like, when he won that championship. Like, I was happy because he beat LeBron, but I was also just like. You could not be happy. I think everyone was happy for that guy. He's just like went so many, you know, carried this team all those years. You know, it came on the they really came on the scene with it was him and Nash Mm -hmm. doing it. Then when Nash left, it was Dirk's team. You just I don't know. You just you like this goofy guy from Germany just stumbling around and shooting. You love him. You know what's not to like? There's no one else like him. It's just so unique. And and the other thing I'm going to say too is that. The, the thing that these two guys really have in common that people love more than anything when it comes to a player, especially when they retire and have a great career. But these guys have been on the same team their entire career. And that's another thing that I hope moving forward in this next draft. And at some point, a New York Nick that we draft. And I thought KP was going to be the guy. That's another reason I'm just so heartbroken and so angry with the Knicks because there's something so special about drafting a guy like a Derek freaking Jeter and having him be on your team from day one, from when he's a teenager, a young man, and you watch this guy win championships and play in playoff series, and then you get to hang that banner. And and it's just it's a wonderful thing. You know, didn't didn't well, they just hang Chris Bosch's jersey in Miami? Yeah, they, that they hang jerseys like way that? too like, easily these days. You gotta <laughs> it's earn just something. Crazy man. Although, well, well, we're forgetting about Dwayne Wade's lost tapes in Chicago and Cleveland, but he came back home. <laughs> Do you even count those though? Yeah, I mean, he took Chicago to the playoffs. It's kind of it's kind of like like MJ and like Washington. Like no one really. Yeah, like, but he was he's he went back. Always yeah. and forever will be a member of the Miami right. Heat. He's the yeah. face of that franchise, and. You know, and growing up, you hate the Heat. I hated hated them. You know, like yeah, of course. Morning, Hardaway hated those teams. But watching Dwayne Wade in that playoff run where they won that title, I was just like, this dude is unreal. Like I watching mean, those finals, you're just like, 
I had a pair. Like, oh my goodness. Like, this dude is yeah. for real. And I remember, I and still, loving Dirk. He's got a got a black wife, too. Love it. You know how I feel about it. <laughs> Racial couples. Eh? Big fan. So yeah. Double thumbs up, man. Yeah, they had a marriage ceremony in Africa, too. Whole thing. His story is pretty interesting. But oh, dude, go Dirk. Yeah, love Dirk, man. So it'll be, uh, yeah, it'll be sad to see him go. You know, there was a nice farewell. And I like that Dirk didn't really, he kind of, everyone just assumed he wasn't coming back, even though he never announced it. You know, like, and even during the, yeah. the, uh, all-star games like they gave him the honorary pick but he's like i never said i'm retiring but okay <laughs> and it was Dwayne <laughs> yeah, wade's farewell so. tour he didn't want to step on it or anything and then he finally made the announcement before the game the other night that it's to be his last home game and you know i, I like this it's a little cl- it's pretty classy i like it very classy. cuban giving a nice speech like give him that that one leg up step back uh oh it's unguardable. It's like it was, he developed a shot that you can't block. Yeah. Like, that's unreal. And now everybody does it. So, or everyone tries to do it. And it's yeah, a, a nice farewell for them, you know. Yeah, I'm happy. I'm, I'm happy for I'm them happy both. For them. Nice way to go out. Good um, careers. Did it all yeah. the right way. Let's watch it bring it on the other day with uh, Dwayne's <laughs> wife. A little Gabrielle Union shout out. Um, Good movie. Yeah, Wade did a good job there. Yeah, you know, and yeah, Wade's a good guy. Like, uh, just <laughs> Wade, don't don't hang out with LeBron so much. Dude. Like, you can kind of tell, like Wade, like it's kind of like Ugh, LeBron. You're kind of annoying, but it's know, like I'm trying to have my moment we'll here. Can you get yeah. out of here? <laughs> yeah. Magic already hates uh, so, you. I don't want to talk to you. Give us some space. Uh, speaking of farewells, another big piece of news. Not quite as graceful. As the Dirk and Wade uh, retirements, Magic Johnson just announces to the media, doesn't tell anybody. That's my favorite part of this whole story, is that he tells the media first before Jeannie Buss or anyone in the organization, LeBron, anyone, that he's out and he's leaving. He's having a great laugh. That just tells you how he feels about the Lakers. Bye-bye. Like, wow. Uh, he like, yeah, he does that Damn. and then and then just down and has a one on one with Rachel Nichols for like twenty minutes <laughs> and still doesn't say he's just laughing. He's just like, Yeah, I, I mean I hate he hated being president and he wants to go back to enjoying his life. He's like he hates he hates his life. Magic's all about having fun he, and having a good he, laugh. We're gonna we're gonna do a little uh Talbot theory. We should do a little segment yeah. where, where I have theories about how these how these things come about. And this one is it's pretty obvious uh, what's going on here. But I believe that, I mean, this season has kind of been a mess. Uh, and I honestly think Magic Johnson has done, done a pretty bad job overall as a, as a GM. I'm just going to say it. Like, he didn't get Paul George. That was the first thing that was, I thought that was a big screw up. Like, that was really bad. They really, like, everyone thought, oh, he's going, he's going. And then he's like, oh. oh didn't even get a meeting. Not. Yeah, not even, not even a meeting. That's pretty bad. Then he gets LeBron, but let's let's be honest. He didn't get LeBron. LeBron, LeBron wanted to come to the Lakers. He that he, Magic had nothing to do with it. LeBron has always wanted to live his L.A. dream and go to the Lakers. So he goes there, and the season is kind of unraveled as it has. And if I'm Magic, I actually am feeling pretty good going into next year, I would think. Because when you look at the team, they actually did well when everyone was healthy. They really did have a lot of injuries, and that's why things really didn't go well. But my guess is Magic is hearing things that nobody wants to come to L.A., man, and then nobody wants to play with LeBron, and the locker room's probably a mess, all the media of, like, firing the coach. And as soon as I saw that the Lakers might be looking at Jason Kidd, might be a rumor, might not be, that's when I knew. I'm like, dude, the Lakers are just a mess. Like, I don't think they know what direction they're going in. You got this 34-year-old, and now you got all these young guys, and Lonzo's working on his rap career. He's got new, <laughs> new shoes, Brandon Ingram. Like, no, I don't know who wants to be there. You signed JaVel McGee, Lance Stevenson. Like, dude, Magic, you did a pretty bad job, and I agree you, you should get out 
But that's not the way to do it either, man. You got to tell the organization. Yeah, I mean, it's all like, have oh, Jeannie's class. my sit, sister. Sit Jeannie I, down. I knew if I said it to her face, I was going to cry through it. She was going to cry. She was going to make Dude, me that- stay. So he's just like, oh, well, I guess I'll just say I'm out to you guys and then yeah. just like send a note later. <laughs> Slide like, it under a door and say, whoops, my bad. It's see funny because it's, it's not even Christmas. like, oh, you're breaking up with a girl and you, you text her. Like send her an email like, oh, yeah, it's ain't working out. <laughs> like this is a pretty long relationship. And he didn't even text, email. He just like I mean, one Riley day she came home facts. and all the stuff is gone. <laughs> he's like, what the hell? Like. Wow, man, that's cold. And the things uh, that he was just the way he did it was just like he's smiling and giggling with the with the media and joking around and stuff. And it's like I could I couldn't do that. You know, I couldn't just not show up to work and just send send a carrier pigeon that just said I I'm not I'm not working for you guys <laughs> anymore. Oh, I'm gonna go enjoy my life. Sitting in there to break the news. <laughs> starts air guitar like dude it was ooh. so lakers i mean you know i guess the good thing now is like moving forward like if they have any success like lebron could take all the credit now it's his team you know i've seen those memes and maybe that's how he wants it you know know, so it's it's kind of a shame it's it's kind of sad you know you the, the lakers as much as you know i'm not a lakers fan but they're the lakers they mean a lot to the nba and to see the kind of mess that it is and see magic i mean it's magic johnson like what he means to the lakers to just leave like that Ugh. <laughs> that, was, that was a good one yeah <laughs> so gross uh whew. Um, big week all right we've I, I mean i think i've talked enough basketball uh for for one day uh you know we we got baseball season now the masters are around today Tiger, he's you know under par. Yeah, Tiger, uh, I just want to see him there on Sunday. Give me, give me some joy this this weekend. Um, I was going to ask you. We talked about to close to close the podcast show uh, today to do a little uh, a little segment of what if my stove broke? <laughs> what would be my my top three things I would want to eat and. Uh, it's kind of relevant because before I even knew how to work a stove, I, uh, you know, I had a lot of thoughts and we thought it'd be fun. And we always know it'd be a good segment when you really start to think and it gets tough. It gets like really, really difficult to think what would those things be. And I'm sure you've uh, I've been, really been, I've been going been learning for what those top three things are. For like a month uh, now. <laughs> yeah. So, so why don't, uh, what's your number three? What would be your. Number three. So, well, are we talking takeout or like just? Oh come on, man! You don't, you don't got your top three ready to go, man. No, well, well this, this, this it's your interpretation. Your stove's broken. I think my number three would three. probably be Thai food. Real Thai? I've never seen you eat Thai food. In your life. I eat Thai food a lot. Roommates for three and a half years, four years. <laughs> that's because there's no I've good Thai food in Thai Boston. Food. Yeah, that's fair. I can't, I can't. Yeah, I don't think I ever had Thai food in Boston because it sucks. Um. My number three, I was torn. I'm going to give Popeyes a runner-up. Um, and, and a lot of this is, too, when we were roommates. I think about all the, the runs we would make. That's what I'm saying. Like, fast uh, food is, like, its own thing. But then, like, but takeout. No, but, but I got a mix. Hey, as, if my stove's broken, I, I got a lot of options. I got fast food. I got takeout. Um, but I'm going to give I'm gonna give McDonald's a straight number three. Because when you're, like, craving that Mickey D's, like, your stove's broken, what should I get? The first Your mind first goes to, like, I should cheat, man. And then you just start thinking about what would I get at McDonald's. Then you're already in. You're getting McDonald's. You just you're gonna go. You're probably gonna get. The, I'm, I'm surrounded get the by all of them. Too. Cheese, like they're all within five everything. minutes of walking from me. Um, so I think McDonald's is definitely. I can't eat that stuff as much as I used to. I, I, I mean, I really, yeah, we got you. Got to take um, your cholesterol. More like pill. hangover cure. <laughs> uh, but that that would definitely be my number three. Uh, to your point of like we're talking takeout delivery, my number two which was almost my number one, is just pizza. But it's New York pizza. And that's why I couldn't put it number one because and I have to be living I in want to clarify go to a pizza place and get a buffalo chicken roll, whatever. Sli- I mean, the, 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 some, some knots, some uh, garlic knots for people who don't know what that is. This is where my New York accent comes out. I got, you got to get your, your slices. I, I, you know, buffalo chicken slice, pepperoni. Uh, I mean, my own cheese pizza. I, it just, I, 
pizzas. That's my favorite food. I love I love pizza. And I want I want to clarify something if I can. <laughs> so last last podcast, I oh, was here, pizza okay. shamed for ordering Domino's. Living in New York City. <laughs> yeah. The only reason I ordered that Domino's is because I had a free coupon okay, for Domino's fair. pizza that expired that night. So I went I ap- and got Domino's pizza. Otherwise, I would like to apologize my all-time favorite for... pizza place is like a five-minute walk down the street for me, which yeah. I would normally go to. <laughs> but, I, you know, I, I had a free I'd like Domino's. To apologize. I, to I was it. ripping into you uh, pretty hard while you were going to get the pizza, and I am sorry for that. I did not know. I didn't know you said it until I listened to it back, and I was like, oh, he's, "He's shaming me to the to the fans about it." You gotta throw that pizza shade, man. That's that's not cool. Uh, what, but my uh, number, what would two number two would actually probably be, it would probably be pizza. And mm-hmm. like, I don't like to eat it a lot, but granted, now that I'm here, I eat it more yeah. often than I should. But I'm not. I'm not upset about it. I've never, I never am. <laughs> Late night, go to my little at like ten thirty. If I'm walking by, get a slice. Nothing better. But I can't eat a full pizza. That's the thing. Is you got to be selective. Man, I can't eat an entire pie by myself because I'm yeah. not twenty years old anymore and um, just don't have the the stomach for it like I used to. Yeah, this is and when you that's the thing too. When your stove's broken, this is what I'm saying. These are your top three that you want to go eat. This isn't like the top three of what you normally do. I mean, I, you know, I'll get like a go to Subway. I actually had Subway tonight, believe it or not, uh, which seems like the healthier option at times. Uh, but, you know, you pick up a salad at the grocery store or something. Okay, so let's go to number one. This number one, even if my stove's not broken, it's my go-to. It's the bell. Taco Bell. Taco is, Bell. I, I, it is my go-to fast food, and if my stove is broken, I will, I, as I said, even if it's not broken, I'm going to Taco Bell. Cheesy gordita crunch all day, some soft tacos. Uh, I, I, I love it. I, the- everywhere I've ever lived, Taco <laughs> Bell is always like, if I'm not cooking and I want some food, I'm going to Taco Bell. And I, I know and that the, I have three fast foods in there, but, but it's, there's something of like, oh, I come home, my stove's broken. What am I doing? My mind immediately goes to like, I'm going to eat something. I'm going to treat myself. Like, this is like an occasion. Like, when is my stove ever broken? Um, but <laughs> so if, I, if, if my stove, stove was broken for as long as you, I definitely would not be eating Taco Bell and McDonald's like and pizza back to back to back. Yeah, I'm not like, doing it every night. I'm nah. getting salads mixed in. I got a, ni- I got a nice blender, blend yeah. myself up a nice green juice. You know, I'll keep it healthy. Yeah. But every now and then, so, you know, I gotta eat something. But um, my my number one is probably it's got to be McDonald's. Yeah. And I've always I've always been a McDonald's guy. You know, it's <laughs> yeah. it's it's what I grew up on. I just gotta when I crave it, like you said, when you're craving that quarter pounder or ten piece, just I, it's it's right down the street. I'm, I'm yeah, going. For I'm it. surprised even McDonald's came into my number three, but it was that thing where I like would McDonald's be on my list? And as soon as I thought about it, my whole body just took over. Like, damn, I want McDonald's right now. And it's just, there's no other place that really can, can do that to you. It's, it's, I got to stop eating, it, but it's sometimes you just, <laughs> and I got options too. I go, I'll go the two cheeseburger meal. I'll go the quarter pounder. I'll go a 10 piece, uh, yeah. the double cheeseburger meal. It's, Hey, these these cholesterol meds. There's a reason, folks. This is. Uh, <laughs> I just got my physical done this. a couple weeks ago. They said I'm doing all right. I'm wor- I'm worried about myself, but they're telling me my blood work is 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 clean. So, <laughs> like, I don't, they tell uh, me I don't well, have to worry yet. I hope uh, hope the blood's good when this Nick's Nick's pick. The, oh my god! I heard rumors that they might be sending uh, Ewing uh, to go. Um, <laughs> it's like a good luck charm. I, I just. <laughs> I mean, whatever it takes, man. If they got a frozen envelope, I'll I'll take it. Um, I will have a nice bottle of whiskey and or scotch uh, and or tequila uh, with me. I still think we should do a live, a Dude, live podcast. Oh my god! Yeah. Yeah, I still we should. We'll, While we we'll watch, maybe yeah, just like oh god. It's gotta get raw emotions. Yeah, I. Uh... Let's talk. We may just have to. We'll I don't, dude. It. I don't know if I, want, I don't know if I want to broadcast that. <laughs> Man, oh, I'm, gonna, I'm sweating right now just thinking about it. Uh, well, Marcus, always a pleasure, man. It's good, been great. Good, this is good, good to hear your voice, man. 
let's uh, say your prayers before bed um, every night from now until the the lottery. May fourteenth, um, it is. I'm I'm way more nervous always every year about the lottery. Uh, what pick we're getting than the actual pick, right? Yeah. This is the night that makes me nuts. Um, whew, man, what is it? May fourteenth. May fourteenth, yeah. Whew. What is that? Like a Tuesday? Uh, no, weird or night? Thursday. It's a Tuesday or a Thursday usually. Tuesday, I'm probably gonna work late that night. You know it. Oh man, unbelievable. All right, well. It is a Good Tuesday. catching up with you. Thanks for listening. We'll uh, we'll talk to you next time on Let's Talk Next podcast. Later.